Welcome. Thanks for joining us for another weekly episode of Can I Tell You Something Funny, a podcast about nothing where Chris and I banter about the week's past activities. Sit back, relax, enjoy a laugh or two. Here's this week's show. Hey, hey. Hey, hey, Sarah. Chris. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. You know, pep talk. Okay, Except good. Bears. Bears will kill you. <laughs> so will sharks, Chris. <laughs> oh, it's Shark Week. Yes, it's Shark Week. There's, Listen, there's... I had to answer a whole bunch of Shark Week trivia this week, and I knew almost all of the answers. Oh, I was pretty proud of myself. I haven't watched any of it yet, although I've seen that Shaq is on it. I guess it's a return appearance. He was on it maybe previously. Oh, I don't know. And Mike Tyson is going to be on oh, it. Why? Who, by the way, isn't Mike Tyson fighting someone? Isn't he like 50-something? How would I know these things, Chris? Come on. Back in the ring. I'm the least sport person you know. (laughs) You're asking about boxing. I don't know anything about that. Can I talk to someone else? (laughs) You're going to have to like, yeah, find a new co-host for the sport edition. Uh, Yeah. Anyway, yeah, Mike Tyson. His ripe old age of whatever he's in the 50s is going to get back in the ring and box on Excellent, like somewhat famous man. I'll have to look it up. I would look on my on my mouse, but apparently it squeaks so much. It's very so. squeaky. Go ahead. Let's let the <laughs> listeners hear. <laughs> it like barely does it now. Of course. I know. What's Whatever. There, it, there is. it is. See how squeaky. Okay. Anyway, hi, hi, hi. That's the PSA. <laughs> Squeaky Mouse. No, I have a good PSA this week, Chris. Don't ruin it for me. Uh, yeah, welcome. Has it been a week? Two weeks? How long has this been, Chris? It's been, it's been intense. Yeah, I don't know. We're here. We're we're plugging away. We're we're grateful you're all here with us. Thanks for joining, listening in. If it's your first episode, this is what you get. It's a gem of a podcast you tuned right into here. <laughs> Oh go back and listen to all the other diamonds in the rough we're just not discovered yet chris could be this could be our big break <gasps> speaking of chris Ooh. yes we yes. have to record we have the most important job interview of our lives this is our chance our opportunity <laughs> Ooh, what is it the morning brew is looking Ooh. for co-hosts of their new really? podcast yeah but they're like they're really good and they Chris, (laughs) we're amazing. I mean, in our own minds, we're we're fantastic. We could totally do it. (laughs) It's video, though. That's the problem. I'm like, oh, I have to actually look okay. Ooh, could be a problem. (laughs) COVID hair. It's like night court. I could get the robe on. Yeah, exactly. I think we need to do like a a three to five minute video. Send in our video submission. We're going to do it. Because that's our break, Chris. We're going to, everybody listening here is going to, you know, get in on the ground floor while we rise to fame on the Morning Brews podcast. I like it. Let's do this. Yeah, I'm all for it. We'll get okay, but that's, that's yeah. later. Yeah. Right, right now, we're just talking our normal ridiculousness. Speaking of business news. And yeah. Clothing, you'd see Amazon's going to move into all the Sears and JCPenney mall locations to make those uh fulfillment centers yeah and here's what i say to that no 
I am so over Bezos and all of his fucking billions of dollars where all of these small businesses go out of business. Enough. I'm over the whole Amazon craze. This is not a good idea. Like, no, just no. <laughs> no. I don't, think that, I don't think that narrative would be that good for the morning brew. We might have to change that a little bit, Sarah. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Now, so here's my thing with these Amazon fulfillment centers. So you're going to have Amazon fulfillment centers that move into an empty Sears, right? Yeah. So, okay, now Amazon is going to be the only one that can pay the rent. Nobody else, there, there's going to be no traffic to come into the mall. There's already no traffic. So when COVID's over in two years, if there's any stores still around, you're not going to have the same foot traffic, especially if it's by some stupid fulfillment center. So once again, Amazon is dismantling all of the other business opportunities single-handedly. They are taking over everything. And I am over it, Chris. There's Is that the truth. Stance? That's my stance. I'm over it. I'm anti Amazon. I'm giving back to small businesses. I just, it's too much. It's too much. No. Mic drop. I'm out. Good seeing everyone. I'll talk to you later. I mean, See you next I'm week. telling you, Chris, no, it's ridiculous. No. Like, seriously, what are your thoughts? I think it's, it's not good. Um, I haven't really thought about it. I just saw it before I jumped on the call here. Um, I don't know. I think it's good uh, in some regards, right? So I, I'm with you a little bit on the being maxed out on Amazon. You know, it's been very beneficial to us as a family, not having to go out. And, you know, we live in somewhat of a desert where I, you know, where we live, where we don't have a lot of shops besides like right. the Dollar General um, yeah. that's near us and stuff like that. So it has been very convenient to get you know, some of the essentials, you know, as we've gone through, you know, and, and done a lot. Of, and it's really nice when it comes to like uh, with kids and being busy, you know, so we do all of our food shopping like online and pick up and things. Mm -hmm. like so it's been very nice. But I definitely look at the bigger picture as you are and see that, you know, it's it, they do, you know, the mom pop shops and stuff like that. Um, we, we just haven't shopped at forever, you know, with kids and just having to run around like mad people. And now we have the virus going around. So just trying to avoid people and their stupidity with not wearing masks and things like right. that. So, so, um, uh, I'm still a bit on the fence, you know, I think, you know, when it comes to a lot of these malls, you know, they've, they've struggled, you know, in a lot of these areas. And right. so, um, I think that'll be beneficial to some of them and probably in the in the greater area that these people like the amazon will go in will probably help that local economy a little bit and again since that like people work there and have you know jobs and things like that but sure. as a, i think i think i agree to your extent you know i'm a little bit over amazon i'm actually like you know in in a weird you know 20 years ago i would not be thinking this way but i'm like almost like pro walmart <laughs> oh god <laughs> You know what I mean? It's like, like I gotta, we gotta, as I tell my wife, we gotta like share, you know, our proverbial buck around a little bit. Yeah. You know? And you know, it's, it's when you look at the, when you look at the virus, right. And like most people mm -hmm. ourselves, like a lot of the stuff we shop online and it's a hard thing is for some of these smaller companies, they just don't have the IT department or the infrastructure, you know, or the, right. all that stuff to really do that. You know, I mean, you have Shopify and some other websites that kind of help and Etsy to help do those things. But you know, in a, in a, you're busy trying to 
do and not have to like manage, you know, a couple different areas at the, all at the same time while you're, you know, your market's crumbling around you. So it's a, it's a very challenging time to be obviously be a, a small business owner, but just going through this. So I don't know. I, I think as a whole, it's probably stinky. Uh, <laughs> but I think, you know, in certain areas, I think it'll be beneficial to that local area, especially some of those malls that are, you know, to have no anchor stores anywhere anymore because they were Sears, they were JCPenney's, they were. Well, you know. sure. It, it, yes, to your point, it helps out the local economy in terms of hiring and certainly the commercial developer who owns that real estate space. Right. But if you're not providing foot traffic and to support the economy overall, right? You're you're helping a sub-segment, but you're not supporting the rest of the economy. If it's just a fulfillment center, that's not going to drive any traffic in. And now you're taking away from whatever small businesses were in town there that may have been able to hire those workers to work in the stores. So it looks great on paper, but all it helps is big business. It doesn't ever actually help the small local economy, what would help is to have, you know, people go back to expectations of, oh, you know what, actually, I could wait longer than 24 hours to get this. Or, you know, these fulfillment centers, from what I read, it's going to be like, oh, ready in a half hour pickup, really, for fuck's sake, you can wait a day. I mean, my, I cannot imagine anything that you need to have in 30 minutes or less. Like, <laughs> It's just not we have become so accustomed to just on demand and the sense of entitlement surrounding I can get it now. So I want it now and I don't want to wait. And I think that's really what's driven a lot away from these smaller businesses on top of they don't have advertising dollars. So they may be just as swift and, you know, technologically savvy, but they don't have the yeah, fees to pay for all of the marketing that it might require for them to get in front of a large enough audience to sustain that against the conglomerate that is the billion dollar company of Amazon. I just. Trillion. Ugh. Anyway, Trillion, I, I, yeah. you say 30 minutes. I mean, I think there are certain there are certain times in your life where 30 minutes is probably crucial. You know, TP. <laughs> Chris, <laughs> get up a day or. <laughs> If you're ordering condoms from Amazon, please write into us because I would really like to know. You just get your ass to the grocery store. It'll be fine. Yeah, there's a dollar store everywhere. I mean, it's just one of those things. I think because I have become a small business owner, I feel really passionate right. about it. And, you know, now knowing the small business community, not only here in San Diego, but also, you know, kind of across the East Coast and, and where I used to live, it, the the dollar goes so much further at those businesses and you're really supporting the local infrastructure. That's, you know, how you want people to be hired and where you want them to work. And that helps your community thrive and grow as opposed to these huge corporations that come in and like, yes, they'll pay you minimum wage, but you know, you're not going to get the same benefits and experience and support that you would have if you're working for a small local company. So I'm over it. That's my like non-funny take. Amazon can just be done. I'm over them. <laughs> I don't want them here. We have enough. Enough Amazon. So I you buy know, local, Chris. You know what's interesting is that you know we do prep for this a little bit, you know, and and all the things that we talked about have are nothing what I wrote down. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> nothing yet. 
Yeah. Well, we, what, what else is on your list? We can pivot to maybe something funny. But in well, all seriousness, well, you if you about- have an Amazon story, you know, or something pertinent to this, let us know. Let us know your thoughts on this serious discussion. Amazon taking over. Take over Sears. Unbelievable. That makes me sad. When you think about as a kid, you know, Sears being like such just like this conglomerate of, of fun things What's like all of them, right? Like, that, you know, it's like you get Sears the, and Kmart, Macy's. Catalogs. Yeah. The catalog. It's just awesome I mean, when you're a kid looking at that. Brick and mortar, especially these big retail shops, have been hit so hard by this pandemic. It's kind of insane to me. Um, and the fact that we all were just okay that Amazon replaced them. I, I, <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, we're not going to harp on it anymore. Chris, what was on our list? <laughs> yeah, come on, sir. You're buzzkill. <laughs> <laughs> we should just send this into the morning brew and be like, here, here's yeah. how we actually talk. <laughs> anyway. Well, speaking about that, uh, you were talking about some of the business we were talking about there and some of the contracts. Mm. Crazy. Gone business on. and contracts. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> Chris, as a small business owner, whether that's one person, five people, 10 people, you know, most small business owners do a lot of due diligence to legally set up their business. And with that comes lawyers and lots of fees and contracts and crying and lots of anxiety. Like, rest assured, if you started a business, all of that has happened or is still happening. I am no different in this. I, uh, you know, have a contract that I am very comfortable with, that I had a very excellent law firm prepare for me and worked on for months to ensure I was meeting, you know, requirements, not only for my insurance and my business licensure, but also that was responsible for myself and my clients and doing the best for both sides. So my PSA, which is coming in early this week, is Bring it in. If you're working with a small business owner, unless they have specifically stated to you that the contract is open to negotiation, it is not. Let me give you a little contracting 101. There's the contract and then there's the addendum that is like an exhibit or attachment. And it's usually called statement of work or scope of work or statement of information. That's the piece that's negotiable. not the other legal language that's in the contract and especially things like the operating hours and how you can contact people that that's the best way I can describe that is as a friend said to me today that's like going to Target and saying hey says here you're open till 10 p.m. I I'm gonna need you to be open at 1130 okay (laughs) If you wouldn't ask them, don't ask small business. So just, I would love to work with everyone and I'm open to everyone. If you don't like my contract, I'm sorry, we won't work together. (laughs) I'm not changing it. Uh, Statement of work, for sure, negotiable. Yeah, contract terms are not. Don't don't fight with small business owners on that. There's a lot in all seriousness that goes into preparing that to be sure that things are met and there are certain requirements that need to be met. So there's my PSA. Stop fighting small business owners on their contracts. Sign it or don't. Have you ever looked at terms and conditions for fucking TikTok or Facebook? <laughs> you signed your life away. I guarantee you my contract is a lot less than that. <laughs> Do you use TikToks there? Do you nope. do your videos? Nope. 
100% don't have it. <laughs> <laughs> don't trust it. Didn't agree to those terms and conditions. Didn't agree. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just one of those things. It was uh, a little bit frustrating to me. Yeah. yeah, it's just been a little bit frustrating. So that's it. That's all I got, Chris. <laughs> Small the business. Contracting, it's a, contracting is a very funny game that is played amongst when you, when you think about bigger companies when they do this it's like it's painful and yeah. every single time they always agree to the exact same language and i'm always just like why didn't you start there why you start all <laughs> right here in left field and then they come back being all the way in right field and you can meet in the center field every time like right. it doesn't matter what company that you're interacting with it always comes I mean, for the most part you're in center field yeah well, we have to we have to put them what our terms are I'm like oh good grief here we go we'll yeah see it's a month. it's a little bit different when you're working with you know big corporation to big corporation or sure. even as a small business with a big corporation that's a little different usually have lawyers involved on both sides i'm talking about like you want to hire somebody to in my case do web design or graphic design or some you know strategy <laughs> like that's a lot different than well, yeah, two yeah. corporations so, working together it's just yeah. funny the whole contracting is just like this cha-cha-cha. Well, it's, it's, it's just dance. Yeah. Very important. Don't sue me. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah, okay. We're not very funny this week yet, Chris. Oh, hey, there, people. Hey, Hang hey. in. We're, yeah. Hey, so, you know, we started off with this whole uh, bear thing. <laughs> uh, did you read about the National Park Service a few days ago? They posted the about bear shits in the woods. No, it's not the story. <laughs> A tree falls in the woods to make a sound. <laughs> of course it does. Of course. Uh, yeah, no, Des, uh, hey, Des, sent us this very funny story that I did actually see as well. I think, it, yeah, CNN reposted it maybe. It was from the National Park Service about bears. Yeah. We'll, we'll link to it in the show notes, but you go ahead and explain it, Chris. Yeah, so they were talking about, like, uh, about running for bears, which actually a, a buddy of mine was in a situation where we was biking and came in between a mom and her baby cubs. Oh no. And uh that's the fastest he's ever ridden. <laughs> I'm sure. Yikes. <laughs> yeah, that's so it's it just it was it was pretty funny, you know, it was uh well written, uh with light heart and uh yeah. just says, you know, like, you know, please don't run from bears or push your slower friends down <laughs> in attempts of saving yourself. <laughs> me it's um, totally me i'm yeah. the slow friend people would push yeah. in front of the bear yeah and it just talks about like what not to do you know if the bear's you know stationary or don't run things like that and the last sentence is do not push down a slower friend even if you think the friendship has run its course <laughs> <laughs> another oh, psa this week <laughs> yeah it is it is it is so yeah anyway, it was a good fun. article yeah, I liked they, it. they did a good job. I always, I always appreciate people who are able to write things informatively, but in a lighthearted way that really engages you. Yeah, um, and sometimes it's hard because you sometimes will then tick people off. So it's 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 like it's a hard job to kind of thread that needle in, oh, in yeah. an effective way, with also not offending people or ticking people off you know in, in some fashion so I'm, I'm sure someone was annoyed by that because everyone's annoyed with something on facebook but oh yes for sure um but it was well written so check it out national park service just like that guy 
in that cowboy museum in Oklahoma who did a good job with this. That was great on Twitter. (laughs) Yeah. I'll definitely link the article for sure because it was a good read. I enjoyed it. You know, I live in the middle of nowhere, but close to close to stuff. But I'm like, I don't have any neighbors, really. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm outside in the middle of night yelling, screaming at my dog. Because he won't come in. Because he's 16 and a half and he's deaf and whatever else. (laughs) And and I sometimes I sit there and think to myself, like, if I lived in town or even lived in, like, a development, there'd be lights going on. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I mean, I'm I'm sure that I would have a fence or things like that, right? I mean, I just don't need one because. Yeah. But my son, like, he'll, like, I'm like, like, why are you going out the front door? He's like, I got to pee, Dad. (laughs) (laughs) What? Like. There's a bath. You literally walk past the bathroom to get to the front door, but you're going to pee out the front door, which is right by the road. (laughs) And I'm like, good on you, but good on you, buddy. That's one less flush to the septic system. So, (laughs) oh man. Yeah. I it's here. Of course, these dogs bark. And so numerous neighbors will just yell out, shut up, shut the fuck up. (laughs) It's It's great. The other night, Brooks couldn't fall asleep. I think it was like Friday or Saturday night. There was some woman crying hysterically. There was people down the way having a little get together, you know, and I can sleep through anything when I'm tired. So I had already passed out. I was sleeping soundly and poor Brooks didn't get any sleep at all because he's telling me all of these stories. He's like, well, the party carried on. So I closed the window and then I opened the window an hour later when they were done and this woman's outside crying hysterically. And then I forget what else he said. The dog started barking or something. I don't know. <laughs> All in the middle of the night, Chris, while I was sleeping. <laughs> I am so thankful that I don't live in a place like that. You know, I think it's just uh, quarantine fatigue. A lot of people yeah. have been <laughs> cooped yeah. up for so long. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's how it goes. It's all good. It is. You need a little space between each other anymore. Yeah, space would be good. Well, we we got space this week. Brooks can partake in activities. Yeah. I like it. So, you know, Brooks got a new bike a couple weeks ago. Big boy bike. Ooh, what kind? I have no idea. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know these things. What kind of bike is it? I mean, what, like, what, like, Uh, genre of bike? giant brand road bike i don't know oh so, so it's a road bike giant. Yeah. Oh, yeah i mean there's like there's gravel there's road there's oh yeah no no it's a road bike, but it can like mountain bikes there's downhill yeah bikes. it's it's not technically a cyclocross but it like can go off-road i don't know i don't know what the name of it is bike. maybe sure anyway Real nice. He likes it a lot. Right. And so we went biking a couple weeks ago, a couple, I think it was like two Saturdays ago. And he was all excited because he got the clip in shoes. Right. He had had them for spin. And he's like, yes, I'm upgrading. I'm going to get new pedals. I'm going to clip in. Great. Be careful. You have to unclip. <laughs> well, as it would have it, that unclip didn't happen one time and he fell. <laughs> God love him. <laughs> he's okay air quotes he hurt his rib somehow it's not outwardly bruised but apparently maybe broken who knows <laughs> so yes. uh, that was the first thing a couple weeks ago where i was like dude i don't we can't go to the er in the middle of the pandemic it's not like are you peeing blood can you breathe is everything okay 
rub some dirt on it. I know. I'm like, I think you'd be all right. <laughs> Take shallow breaths. <laughs> <laughs> you don't breathe so heavily. I'm just kidding. He, he's fine. It's totally a joke. He's 100% fine. Um, but he did bruise it a little bit. So it's it's sore and hurts. And so then it's more of his ego probably than it is his physical. <laughs> well, it definitely was bruised. And he's broken a rib in the past. And he came home and said, I think I broke a rib. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> It's not good. Um, but he sneezed today and it didn't hurt. So positive sign. Um, so that was a couple weeks ago. And then on Friday, he walked into a wall with his pinky toe. Mm, that broke. <laughs> Wait, what? He walked into the wall? Did you not see it there? Did it jump out in front of him or something? Apparently. I mean, this poor pinky toe has been through it. It was broken and dislocated a few years ago. And so he clipped the corner of a wall, but like straight on clipped it, you know, the the tip right on it. <laughs> and it definitely broke right away. Big purple toe. <laughs> so what do you do with a broken toe? You just tape it, take some ibuprofen and can't do any of the fun some things. On it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, there's nothing to do for a broken toe except tape it. I, listen, this is not medical advice. This is what we do. You tape it. You take some ibuprofen. I mean, there's no bone sticking out. It seems like it's aligned. Do you need Sorry. to reset it? Do you need to like pop it? Mm. No, it didn't become dislocated or anything. It's no, just... Okay. Yeah, it never healed up right after the last time because he gave it a good two day rest and then started lifting. <laughs> so <laughs> it's never really been right. Um, so we'll see how long it lasts this time. I made him not go biking on the weekend and he couldn't go for the hike. And I went surfing and he couldn't go boogie boarding. So it's oh not gosh. real happy. <laughs> so what you're telling me is that Brooks will never be a foot model. Mm, nope, not going to happen. Mm-mm off his list of things so, so it's funny and I, I was not with him at the time but the scientist uh has like a uh, i would say a cross bike but more like a mountain bike frame but like in those like gravel type road or uh, tires anyway he has clip-ins which i don't think he uses anymore um but he fell going zero miles per hour <laughs> yeah well that's kind of what happened to poor brooks he like caught a curb and he was trying to stop and didn't unclip in time and you know when you clip in it's just yeah. one you're one whole unit <laughs> like like skiing right you're clipped in yeah. your bikes. yeah i don't know i did not see it so i don't i don't know exactly what happened but okay. i came up the hill and said i'm tired <laughs> he goes i fell <laughs> <laughs> like oh all right are you okay <laughs> Hey boy. Yeah. Quarantine stories. So we're managing to uh, hurt ourselves without actually doing anything. It's impressive. Uh, <laughs> how's the how's the uh, the Costco surfboard going? Is it, mm. is it still I'm, not all right? Yeah. Pro. Pro surfer. Yeah. Except on Sunday, I wasn't a pro surfer then. I mean, this is Monday, so it was yesterday. I have not been running in almost three months. And I decided on Saturday morning, I woke up and was just like, I need to go for a run. Yeah. You know, my body was finally ready. You need to go run. So I took my little mask and went on a run, just 5K. But, you know, it, I was feeling it because I haven't run in three months. And... um yeah, and then on Sunday morning, we went for a hike, less than four miles, but still my hike. And then I'm like, I want to go surfing. So my legs were not great. 
by the time Sunday oh, afternoon wow. rolled around. And today I feel like I ran a marathon. So there's that. Yeah. I like it. But, I've, uh, I've been pushing myself pretty hard with some biking. Yeah. Just biking some rail trails and stuff like that. Good. And then I, then I, I, did, I, I got up at 6 a.m. to do a rail trail. It's like a little over 18 miles. And then mm-hmm. at 8 a.m. I played soccer, pick up soccer. Oh, boy. And about an hour-ish into it, I had the worst shin splints I've ever had in my entire life. I couldn't even <laughs> walk. I didn't even drive home. And it's like a 30-minute drive home. Oh. And, and I just was like hyperventilating from the pain. <laughs> Crazy. I had never experienced it before. Oh, my goodness. I took one ibuprofen and I was good in a half hour later. <laughs> but that was intense. Question for you, Sarah, on the mask wearing. I just yeah. Always, mm-hmm. Do you... Do you wear it when you run in town? Mm-hmm. Even when people yes. are No. So I, when people are not around, and I run very specifically where I know there won't people be. People, oh my gosh. People be. I run people be. where there will not be any people. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, if I see someone in my peripheral or in my vision at all I put it on and I leave it on until I'm well past them and sure there's no one else so uh, the one section that I run in um it's definitely very heavily populated so for like that mile I just leave it on but yeah if there's nobody I I don't um it sucks to run in a mask which is why I have not run quite frankly I just stopped running because I didn't want to unknowingly put anybody at risk. I didn't want to put myself at risk and I didn't want to run in a mask. So the compromise was just don't run. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I definitely take it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's required in California. If you cannot physically distance six feet, sure. it's no matter what it's required. Um, so there's a lot of people that don't follow that when they're running or biking or hiking. I take it with me hiking, um, you know, and when I'm around people within six feet, I wear it. Yeah. It's just I, the new, just, new norm. If I go on the rail trails, I just take a fun noodle and anyone gets within the fun <laughs> back with it. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, back up. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, I do. Oh, okay. I have a hat. A hat that's like the fun noodle hat. I've seen them. There was a yeah. guy in Costco wearing one. That's right. <laughs> Not in my Costco. It was a meme. I don't, I haven't seen it in my Costco. No, I'm with you. No, I was just curious. The, you know. Yeah, it's, it's tricky, but you know, I try and be as cautious as possible and I certainly don't want to risk myself or anyone else. So be the we'll see how long, yeah, we'll see how long running goes. Uh, yeah. We'll see how how long going back to school goes, too. Ooh, yeah. Have fun with that. Here in California, that's a no-go, sir. Did you see also that, like, Big Ten and Pac-12 are all canceling their football seasons? And... Absolutely, but, yep, Big Ten. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. It's going to be not having fall football. But it's like, I mean, why are these... It makes total sense. What I don't understand is why these kids are in school. I just don't think that's safe anywhere in the country because you think these kids are traveling from all over. It is just going to end in disaster. Right. It's just disaster. <laughs> Not a good idea. Yes. Our local, so, local sports still going on here, though. They're delaying it two weeks. But other than that, mm. the PIAA met 
and they're going to continue going. So we've, 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 for our kids, no club soccer, no ASO soccer. Yeah. We've shut it down. We got a pool. They're happy. They have no idea what's going on. That's good. So, yeah. yeah. There's definitely been a lot of outbreaks in sporting uh, things. So I think it's a good example. And I, I think that's why a lot of people don't understand, like, why you should wear a mask when you're running. They think outside is safe. And I keep telling people it's safer, but nothing is safe. Like, even everybody wearing a mask is not 100%. It's just the safest thing we know to do. <laughs> like, right. We, yeah. Yeah. So, so it'll be interesting. Yeah, definitely. I don't, I'm still canceled. I keep teasing, like, what's the over-under on how quickly our schools around here go virtually or hybrid or some whatever mechanism of that. So shall be interesting, Sarah. Yeah, it's definitely going to be an interesting fall. I don't know. I tell you, though, this is, you know, taking, you know, all the hardship and all this stuff, just being selfish for a moment. Right. It's like the fall is like this, like glorious time of the year. I mean, I enjoy summer. I enjoy PSL. (laughs) But like fall is so fun. Like all the events, like the farm events and like doing all that kind of stuff, Mm -hmm. like the harvest things and getting, you know, different get togethers and football, right? Like, you know, Saturday morning you wake up and there's football. Like Like, I don't, I don't, I don't have that, like that, like, basketball a little bit but like baseball doesn't have that hold on me like when it comes to sports and like really like being like tied to it but the mm-hmm. fall like football and you know for college specifically it's just gonna be, it's gonna be an odd odd fall you know yeah not for me chris because i don't watch any of that shit it's gonna feel the well, same <laughs> I, no i know I mean, I'm just thinking about it. it'll all work out because the kids will keep me busy with something else. But it's just one of those things where it's like, oh, I'm going to miss. Yeah, I, it's just a new normal. Everybody will be fine. It'll be fine. Just, it'll all work out in the end. Stop expecting your instant delivery from fucking Amazon and you'll be fine. <laughs> 30 minutes or less. Just wait. Dominoes. Oh, my God. No, it'll, be just, good. it'll be interesting yeah. to see. I'm interested to see if they actually have it in the spring. They talk about that. Yeah, they did talk about it a little bit. I'm not really sure what's going to happen. I think a lot of these colleges are not going to recover. I just think in terms of what our landscape looks like for education, for commerce, for commercial real estate, for corporate America, things are very rapidly going to change it's not sustainable. Be interesting. Very much so. Yeah, it's definitely, you know, when you when you move to a service economy, right? Mm-hmm. Which we don't really manufacture. I mean, we do manufacture a lot of stuff, but as a percent of the population, is not. Yeah, yeah. You, you can. A lot of people can do without a lot of services if you push came the show, right? Going to oh, games. Absolutely. Getting or t- takeout going to your local whatever right the bar you know things like that right like in, you know and so it's just interesting uh it'll be interesting to see you know how these things have happened you know like i think people are counting on some kind of better treatment or whatever vaccine looks like you know in the winter but yeah you know, but if it doesn't like everything's it's like everything's like well we'll do everything in the spring like this is gonna be this magical time of the year i know you know, I know. 2021 and 
I think people can probably, you know, most people can probably hold on until then a little bit, you know, but (sighs) if it doesn't go on, if it keeps going on, like it's going to be cold, dark winter. Man, Chris, you are just a Debbie Downer to wrap up this podcast here. (laughs) I am. I'm sorry. No, it's good. I mean, look, my, my, you know, personally, I'm, I'm happy. Good thing. You know, everything's, you know, summer 90 degrees today. I was in the pool. I was up at 6 a.m., 6.30 for work. That stunk on a, on a Monday, but it got me out like three or three 30. I think is when I stopped and took the kids. We jumped in the pool. So Sarah, that was good. Good. I'm glad. This, I'm glad this, you is also, this is also a two beer podcast. When you started talking about contracts and stuff, I was like, I need to crack open a second beer. So just, <laughs> oh, shit's getting serious fault. now. <laughs> it's your fault. <laughs> I'm sorry. I try and keep it light around here, Chris. I mean, there is levity in everything. And I did laugh about the situation because it is yeah. laughable to me. <laughs> like, this is not Burger King. You cannot have it your way. No, just no. like you laughed about Amazon having your way. <laughs> Amazon. Oh, Amazon. Hate it. Well, hey, I, I before we do go, is uh, my brother-in-law his his wife had a kid out today, so my uh, my kids were very excited to be cousins. I guess that what they are. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I guess. I mean, my condolences to the family. I'm sure it's wonderful for them. <laughs> it would be terrible Everyone's for excited. me. And I'm sitting there like trembling, thinking about staying up all hours of the night saying, why don't you go to sleep? (laughs) I can't even imagine. I mean, that is the one thing in this pandemic. Shout out to all you parents. Cannot fathom having that thing around 24-7, 365. Yikes. It stresses me out thinking about school not happening. (laughs) It's like this this catch-22, right? It's like, all right. Finally, finally survived the summer, which I say survived was, you know, it was a very good summer. Um, right. But it's like, all right, we, you know, my brother-in-law has his kid, you know, my mother-in-law will probably go down there more. So we won't have like some of the babies thing, which was fine. It all was supposed to be timed perfectly. once we found this out pre COVID. Right. <laughs> and it's like, all right, well, kids will be in my daughter's in kindergarten. So she's there Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, full day. So I'm like, we're good. We have three days, Monday and Tuesday, Monday and Friday, be a little bit different. <laughs> and then I'm like, you know, so I'm like, on one hand, it's like, I don't know if I can survive. <laughs> working if my kids are at home virtually learning like they're young it's not like i'm not middle school or high school kids right so like they need right you know focused but then the other hand it's like i don't necessarily want them to go to school because i want them to like get sick especially like oh, not sure. sort of me, but it's like you know my my parents who have medical issues and stuff like that so as we talked before so it's like this weird dichotomy in my brain it's like yes go no don't go yeah, I it's I mean, we, we joke about it, but in all seriousness, it's the perfect storm of terrible options all around. Right. Because, yes, yeah. it, it's risky to send them to school and what happens if and then also, yeah, as a working parent, how can you work while you're still having your kids home? I it's terrible. And, you know, and, and, and I will say, you know, I'm complaining and it's a bit tongue in cheek because, you know, for most of most of it, it's like I'm able and my wife able to work from home, right? So we're able to be here around the kids. You know, I feel right. bad for those people on the front lines, you know, like the grocery stores or places like that where you can't have that option. Like you have yeah. to go. All and, the Amazon delivery drivers. Yeah. Well, I think you just I think you just put them in the front seat with you. 
on the backseat. <laughs> have you ever seen the Amazon trucks? I mean, maybe you haven't gotten a good look around here. The last one I saw was a guy at a red light trying to push the packages back off of his head. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, He's they're trying to treated. get 30 minutes or less. That's why you got to pack them high. It's terrible. Listen, it's not 30 minutes or less right now. That's what those stupid fulfillment centers are. Why are we still talking about Amazon? Chris, I'm going to, I'm going to wrap this up. I'm going to wrap this podcast up. Sarah. I'm trying people. You hear me try and end this. He won't let it go. (laughs) Microsoft, TikTok. Listen. listen. Uh, Oh yeah. And Twitter's in talks to buy TikTok too. I mean, whatever. Uh, I just want to say. Morning Brew podcast. We'll talk about TikTok and Microsoft. I think it's a good topic to discuss. Okay, perfect. So I just want to end on a high note. Oh, on a high note. Yeah, the LA Times report, swarm of quakes spark worries about larger quake on San Andreas Fault. So we all have our problems, Chris. (laughs) The big one's coming here. Sarah, it's your fault. You moved out there. You knew what you were getting into. Totally not my fault. In all seriousness, there was over 80 earthquakes today. So if by some odd chance, no, they were all really minor quakes, but that's the problem and why people are concerned that seismologists, like true scientists who study seismology, are concerned that these are all foreshocks and that a bigger quake is coming because it was right along the San Andreas Fault. And that's really pretty close to me. It's like less than 100 miles. So, yeah. Earthquake bag is packed, people. It's like the foreplay. It's the big, the big one. I know, yeah. Well, (laughs) they did say earlier this year, like maybe a month or a month and a half ago, that there is a slight increased chance of the big one happening in 2020 because of the shifts that have been happening. We have had a lot more earthquakes that have been uh, surrounding us recently. I mean, there was just one in North Carolina this past week. Um, Yeah. But there's. Yeah, During yeah. 2014? Yeah. Your daughter was born, we had one? I didn't even yep. feel it. I did, yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, no, I didn't feel any of these. These are all too too little for me to feel, but um, yeah, Sarah, so there's that. Can I, Chris. I, I'm just picturing you and Brooks at the dinner table. Mm. You know, you have your, you're sitting on your chairs or your, or your bench and stuff like that. You know, all these, all these earthquakes going on. And, uh, you know, one of them happens and you just happen to look at Brooks and be like, did you fart or is that an earthquake? (laughs) I mean, it's a valid question. (laughs) You know, so here's how we always tell if we're actually having an earthquake. We look at our dining room chandelier because we have a dining room light fixture that uh, is a hanging light fixture. Uh So. We often feel just a little bit of a shake, and that's no big deal. But we look to see if it's a big deal if that starts to move. If that starts to sway, um, then we know that we should maybe like pay attention. Can it be the, the neighbor upstairs? No, Mm-mm. no, it's very distinct. <laughs> it's a lot different than the like pitter patter of feet um, or somebody slamming a door. You, you can just see it. And it's interesting because you see that start to sway and then you feel everything move. So it's very bizarre to me having been from the East Coast and not used to this for my whole life. But um, yeah, we always watch that. Have you been through one like that? Oh, yeah. Numerous, numerous earthquakes like that. Yes. Yeah. Uh huh. I would say probably five or six since I moved here. Yeah. I don't know how you do it. 
you you get used to it. There's only been one that we got a little bit nervous um, because it was shaking a lot longer than it usually did. It's like a couple of seconds. Uh, there was one that was like 15 to 20 seconds total. Most wow. of them don't last that long. They're pretty quick. Uh, you know, yeah. you know, it's funny because, you know, I say, how do you and you're just like, well, it's, it is what it is. Like, we you go out, you know, it's like, yeah. you know, get used to it. You know, and, and me, it's like I could never live in the Midwest during summer. Well, tornadoes. Tornadoes, right? And you, yeah. you think about that. And you remember the, the guy, the guy, the guy we worked with was from Kansas. And he was just like, oh, yeah, we didn't care. He's like, if we heard the tornado siren go off, we didn't go down the basement. We right. ran out to see where it was right exactly like is it coming this way or is it going that way yeah Yeah, i know it's all in perspective and you know well i will say it did take us almost a year to get our earthquake kit prepared and we do have an earthquake kit so there's that we're we're semi-prepared i don't have any kind of kits for anything i mean i have a snow shovel i guess for bad winter yeah but you've got like a whole generator and a pool so you're fine oh yeah (laughs) don't get me started don't get me started about that the generator or the pool generator i've lost i've lost power three times in three or four weeks Mm -hmm. when there was no weather (laughs) you know like expect it if a bad thunderstorm comes through if you have heavy wet snow like all that kind of stuff right that makes sense like trees get heavy they sway they do you know they fall over right i've literally lost power that many times, and that I had never, it's never been this way. Like, it's never been like, and uh, yeah, it's literally been, um, yeah, crystal clear. And we had it, we lost it uh, a couple of days ago, maybe a few days ago. I don't know. I was pissed off because I was like, this is it. I'm going to get like a solar or one of those diesel all whole house because I'm just like, I'm tired of losing power because it's just frustrating. So, anyway, that's my life. So I guess we all have our issues. Yeah. Excited to lose power, which, you know, I guess could be worse. But when it's like 90, that's kind of troublesome. Yeah, that's no good. No good at all. Anyway. We'll we'll end on that high note, Chris. Oh, I ruined it. I ruined your high note. I I think we ruined this entire podcast. (laughs) It it wasn't really very funny. This wasn't prep for our business. I know, right? Sorry, audience and loyal listeners. I don't know. Maybe you liked it. You should tell us. You can follow us on social media. I'm on Instagram and Twitter. Can I tell you? That's letter U, funny. And can I tell you something funny on Instagram? I deleted Facebook, so you have that. Uh, You can always send us a voice memo. That's linked in the show notes. And you can follow me on social media. I am on Twitter a lot more than Instagram, at Sarah Nosox. You can check out my website, as my business sponsors this podcast so if you need design services or design strategy happy to help with any of that sarahnosocks.com and most of all you could help us by subscribing sharing with your friends rate and review sharing social media all that stuff that's it chris until next week or the week after that <laughs>